Hey, Pawn family, welcome back. This is Egal. This is a special podcast episode. I know many people um, want to know what's going on with the coronavirus, what's going to happen to your stores, what you should do for your teams. So this is an episode with my good friend, Dr. Ilan Shapiro. Dr. Ilan Shapiro is a doctor in Los Angeles. He has been interviewed by many, many uh, TV stations and news outlets about the coronavirus and, and what's going on. So this is an interview I did with him about what you should do in your stores, how you should clean, and kind of the best practices for a brick-and-mortar retail location. Hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. This is Dr. Ilan Shapiro. Hey, everyone. My name is Igal Adado, and this is the Palm Leaders Podcast, a podcast to help you make more money, stress less, and live an epic life, all while working at the pawn shop. And with me, I have my good friend, my Spartan friend, Dr. Ilan Shapiro. What's up, brother? How are you doing? Good, good. A pleasure always to be with you. No, thanks, man. So obviously, I reached out to you because one, you're a good friend. Two, you're a doctor. And three, you've been interviewed countless times by news uh, stations in Los Angeles and Spanish and English about the coronavirus. Right. And so obviously, I want to bring you to uh, you know the Paul Leaders page and for anybody else who's watching, just to kind of talk to business owners uh, and team members about, first of all, what is the coronavirus? I think a lot of people know what's actually happening. There's so much fake news out there. And then what can we do as store owners and store leaders to protect our teams, to protect um, the customers uh, from this whole uh, coronavirus issue? If, if I may, let's start from the beginning. Why are we actually so worried from a virus that it seems that it's just like the cold. Uh, why are we doing such a mess with the stock market? Why are we doing all these things? Well, in reality, the coronavirus is a new virus and we are worried about this because it jumped from another species to the human kind. Um, when that happens, the humans, we are not used to actually defending ourselves against the coronavirus. Or if we do, we actually do not know or we haven't proven the concept of that. Then when we, we have historical memory, we have seen, you know, MERS and SARS, um, other two coronaviruses that actually have touched human beings and, you know, the mortality rate were between 9 and 35%, then that's very high. And, you know, it kind of wiped out one third of any doctor or nurse or, uh, or healthcare provider that was part of that thing. It created a huge problem on those countries that had problems. Then we need to figure out what's happening where are we going? Um, and a couple of things, you know, yes, it started in China. Uh, and I think that compared to other years, uh, another uh, disease that we have had, for example, SARS, um, this time China created an amazing uh, health uh, barrier between, you know, the healthy and, uh, and, and the sick. And just trying to imagine um, creating a barrier or isolating just LA County that is 10.4 million. They, they actually did uh, 11, they, they actually did that for an 11 million um, a city that is actually 11 million people uh, in less than two days. Then and, and like that and, and after that they actually amplified that to 50 million people and it worked. Why? Because if it would continue to grow on the same pace, there will be right now millions of people in China that would be very sick and they are not. They are actually, the number that we're seeing right now is trending down. 
then you know we go to the second question um what actually are the symptoms well right now we're seeing that it's a runny nose a cough or a fever uh, and a combination of the three of them um, and that's 80 percent of the cases but there's a 20 percent uh, chance that you will actually need medical help meaning that uh you will need a doctor a hospital or actually advanced care with uh breathing or other type of medication um Right now, we do not have a vaccine or a medication against it. Uh, probably we'll start hearing about it in like six to eight months that something is clear and probably out of the market in 12 to 18 months if we're extremely lucky and everything moves very, very fast. Um, right now, for the people around us and why is, uh, especially here in the US, we're talking about making sure that you're like socially apart, distant, uh, from other people, because right now we know and we learn from China that the sooner we can slow down the curve, and you will hear this a lot, we need to flatten the curve, meaning that this is kind of the peak and, and goes up. That means that kind of the rate of uh, viral infections, and when we actually all want to go to the same place and go to a hospital and be very, very sick at the same time, it's a problem because we have limited space for everybody. Then right now, if we actually make sure that we all are hiding and not touching other people and, and washing our hands and stuff like that. The curve, the, the you know, we will all get sick, but at different times and we'll get better care. That's what we're trying to do right now. That's the important thing about, you know, trying, trying not to have, you know, what California is suggesting, uh, people that, you know, no, no big gatherings, making sure that, you know, everybody's washing their hands. If you're sick, don't come to work, all that stuff. And that's kind of the general message. Right now, for you, my friend, and 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 um, your 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 fellow um, uh, co-workers and everybody, um, the first thing that everybody needs to know is a secret weapon that we have used for me thousands of years. Um, it's washing our hands. Why the hands? Because actually, with the hands is the best way to transmit diseases to our eyes, nose, and mouth. Specifically, the coronavirus and the the one that we call COVID nineteen. Can actually fly from the from the mucous things that we have in the nose or a little uh, flush from from the mouth goes away to your face and you put it in your eye nose and, and mouth it goes in and attaches to your mucosa and goes to your body and increases infection that's one the other one is that your hands actually are playing all over especially with with uh, your type of business you're touching things you're you're moving stuff you you're all the time Doing that part and you do not know what what's happening with the surface then we go to the second recommendation it's extremely important to wash clean any surface that a lot of people are going to pass through it for example if you see a, a rail it's very important to clean the rail you know like when you're opening a door the doorknob that's another place that will be interesting to actually be washing all the time then you have different places that are very important for you for the safety of your staff and the safety of your your, your customers when when you have that you can go a little bit higher. Um, and what, what's going to happen when someone is sick? Right now, the recommendation is stay home. Don't play with it. Most probably will be the cold, most probably will be influenza, but uh, probably it's not actually coronavirus. But if you're home for 14 days or for the whatever is the, the, the regulation at that moment, stay there, try to work from there um, and, and make sure that you have a policy between everybody to do that part. Actually, right now, a lot of the, the they are uh, going to start talking about how can they do the 14-day sick day leaves here in California and 
what's the best way to do it or not. There's still no regulation for that, but that's a, that's a good conversation to have. Um, why? Because if you're sick at home, you're sick at home and most probably you'll get better. But if someone actually comes, a customer or another coworker that actually has, or he, he is more than 65 years of age, um, they, they have a, a, a existing uh, chronic infection or a problem like diabetes, uh, COPD, or, or heart problems, they are at very high risk of having complications and even dying from this. Then that, that creates a big problem for, for all of us. Um, then, you know, those are kind of the basic things. Um, everybody needs to remember that this will continue changing um, every day, a couple of times in, in a, a couple of weeks we will change again. We're, you know, even though that it feels that it has been very, uh, very long year, year uh, it's actually three months that we have noticed that we have actually COVID-19 with us and we're still learning the process of, 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 of how it, it becomes what it is. And one of the important things is, you know, like usually kids are very, 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 very uh, sensitive to this type of viruses. This time it's not actually doing anything with kids right now that we know of. Um, healthy healthy uh, adults are actually doing fine. Uh, the upper scale, especially 80 and above, and uh, if you have chronic diseases, you're you at risk. But those are the same risks that you will have with influenza. Then it's not something new. It's not, not something that we need to be worried about. Um, today, the, the, the mortality rate, according to the current numbers from today, is around 3.6, 3.7% of mortality. Um, the numbers will fluctuate. We'll have more people actually being tested, more people that we know that they are sick. Then that those numbers will go up. Um, last but not least, uh, we all are afraid right now, and we are all... Uh, with that little panic in our stomach. And, and sometimes that's okay. And I am a believer that, you know, with, with you need a little bit of pain in order to grow. And that's part of the process. Uh, but right now, for example, it was really good when we had a lion behind us and we needed to run really, really fast. Right now that we are not running against any elephant, lion, or anybody that's trying to actually harm us, it's really important to understand that to put that that mind frame that you know right now yes I'm panicking but we cannot go to toxic stress. A lot of the things that we're seeing in supermarkets, um, the way that actually the, the stock market is behaving is that everybody's in, in, in straight panic. We think that we're living in a movie. Um, and and my idea and my, my feeling right now is that the, even though that we're seeing the first two minutes of this amazing movie, we know that the actors are good, the story is good, and until now it has a good flavor. We still need to sit down the two hours of the movie to figure out the, the end of it. But uh, right now, I think that we're in a, on, on a good pathway. Got it, man. So thank you so much for that information, Ilan. I think it's important to know why it's happening, where it's coming from, and the best way to kind of solve it. Um, there are a couple of questions that some people posed. Obviously, you talk about the supermarket stuff, like the, everyone buying toilet paper. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, for me, it's kind of weird. Uh, but uh, hey, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Um, I think that you talked about, you said that, you know, just, just make sure that you're, you know, I know like um, South by Southwest was canceled and Coachella was canceled and the NBA was canceled. So it's, it's more for the medical side of it. So that we don't have thousands of people rushing to a hospital than mm -hmm. just, you know, so many people getting sick at the same time. And I totally right. understand that. I think it makes, makes perfect sense because I know like in Italy, they're, you know, setting up camps and uh, tents to put people into because there's not enough beds 
So I, I, I love the fact that people are talking about that. Go ahead. And then the, and it's important to notice that Japan and Italy, you know, the, the demographics are different than the United States. Uh, the, the, they tend to have elderly, more elderly people. And one of the, the things that probably can be happening, uh, especially in Italy, is that more people will get sick because we know already that, you know, they have high mortality rate and complications if you're above 65 and complications. And then that's one of the probable things that are happening there. Gotcha, man. So if I'm, if I'm a store owner, if I'm a retail store owner, your suggestions are to clean the surfaces that people are consistently touching, right? Doorknobs, um, for example, in the pawn shop industry, the pawn counters, the merchandise. Uh, some people are in the, in, this, in the industry are wearing gloves. What do you think about that as they're you know, taking cash to do transactions? Specifically for coronavirus, the, the virus actually is transmitted through the nose, eyes, and mouth. Then even if you're wearing gloves and you touch your eyes, your nose, or your mouth, you're still contaminating yourself. Then, then that doesn't mean that it's a good choice or a bad choice. Um, but just take into account that the way that, you know, if it's on surface and goes through your eyes, your nose, or your mouth, you can still get contaminated. Then if you have, you know, uh, uh, you know, some type of alcohol-based uh, wash hand, or you're washing your hands between uh, between actually, I was going to say patients, yeah. but <laughs> between, between customers, um, that that's something that you need to be figuring out by yourself. But you know, the important thing is actually to do the transaction. You know, the the touch point with a with a customer again, the patient with a customer, and making sure that you're washing your hands. That that would be a really good and efficient way to to uh, stop transmission of yeah. not just coronavirus, but you know, influenza and other uh, other bugs that are out there. And I think, like you said, like we have to learn, right? I went to go eat lunch today, and I realized that the staff at the restaurant kept washing their hands. Like, I mean, more than I've ever seen. And so, um, I think it's a learning process for us. Obviously, we want to be healthy. We want to be safe. Um, I want to make sure that for anybody who's watching this, if you want to ask a question, um, go ahead and ask the question. I'm going to try to find um, where you're watching it from. And that way we can ask uh, Dr. Shapiro um, the question that you have. Uh, Nicholas Fulton says, do we know how South Korea contained the virus better than Italy? Do you have any information on that? Best practices, they were testing absolutely everybody. They were very disciplined as a society to take care of each other. They were washing their hands. They were self-quarantining. Um, they were not selfish. I love that. Uh, regarding Italy, the thing is, um, the, the again, the demographics are different in Italy and, and South Korea. And, and remember that Italy is very uh, it's a very touchy um, community. And they, they tend to be more touchy with, with society, with the way that they eat, the way that they, they, they greet each other. Then that's not that customary with, with uh, South Korea. And that's another thing that facilitates uh, the transmissible, you know, transmissible things like this one. Then jobs like with saliva and and and, and just close contact with other people. Then that's that's kind of yeah. So I mean, we're we're both in in you know touchy feely communities in the Latin community in the Turkish community. Um, are you suggesting that we like stop you know the kissing and all that type of stuff and just kind of like you know fist bump for a while? Uh, some guys started like uh, kicking each other's feet as saying hello. What's your suggestion on that? Uh, on reality, the the more barriers that we put ourselves against this, the better we'll be. Okay. Um, that and you know we're seeing with the CDC, the WHO, uh, there's tons of TikTok videos and uh, memes and stuff like that. But on reality, we know that these are weapons. These are actually the 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 house of the virus. 
and can go all over and, and the virus actually needs us to replicate and, and share it with other people. Then we, if we actually cut that transmission at that rate of, of passing through human to human, I, I think that we can actually control it and, and do a better thing. Then um, at the beginning, it felt weird when you're elbowing someone or going like, peace out or your best friend at work going like, hello, and let me give you a hug. And you go like from, from and, and, and it's a process, but, um, and, and I think that we will go back to, to, to reality one day of what, what we think that it was normal before. But right now, it's a small, small step to take on a big picture problem. Okay. Then it, that's one of the things that, you know, it's, it's possible and easy to do. Gotcha, man. I love it. So um, somebody else asked a question. They said that if you have a flu shot or like a pneumonia shot, does that help in any way, shape or form? Yes, it does. Let me tell you why. It doesn't, uh, you know, I have a couple of patients uh, coming in the past couple of weeks and they were like, you know, doc, you know, uh, I'm feeling horrible. I think that I have coronavirus. Did you have your flu shot? It went like, you know that I never use my flu shot for me or for my kids. Like, I respect that. that that's your decision that you know that I recommend it. And of course, we tested them and they were flu positive. Um, then, you know, influenza is still a big killer. If I tell you that, that you know, we have a virus that has sickened more than 25 million people right now in the past four months, has uh, pushed to a hospital more than 200,000 people and killed more than thousands. Uh, and that's actually not coronavirus, that's actually influenza virus. It's, it's something that it's there. Then, you know, putting that shot will help you at least diminish that problem that is really real, is completely real right now. Same thing with the, the pneumonia shot, you know, especially with, with uh, just like people actually need it um, in certain adult populations, they actually need it. Um, then prevention is a key here. If you have it, use it. Um, you know, the weird things that I have seen with a flu shot is, you know, pain on the arm, uh, redness, and we can talk about hours of, you know, if it gets sick, if it can make you sick. On reality, no, it's a kill virus. There's no way they can make you sick. We actually give the shot to people that are, um, you know, the kids that have cancer and heart problems because we know that being protected against influenza, it's, 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 it's the best choice to have. And if we, we knew that they, we were making them sick, we were kind of pushing them to be very, very sick. And, and look, actually they are protected against influenza. Then uh, those vaccines are very important. And the other things that we talk about uh, prevention is that if you already have diabetes, COPD, or all, all these chronic diseases, make sure that you have enough medications you're taking them the way that you're that you're supposed to and if you have issues with with your doctor make sure that you know like if you have issues with your with your health talk to your doctor and make sure that you're balanced because if you're balanced your body is healthier and can defend itself love it and i also heard um i was listening to another interview that they said obviously if you're healthy i mean you it's hard to contract the flu so if you're eating healthy if you're exercising uh if you're not smoking um if you're sleeping well and resting those those types of things help as well is that correct correct awesome. it's it the secret here is that even though that it sounds like science fiction like oh my god all this amazing things that we're talking about it's the things that we're supposed to be doing for our wellness yeah that that's the way it's supposed to to be doing then you know one one of the things that i that i that i want to bring to to, to your to the conversation and actually to your group is that um you need to stay healthy um you know, and, and this is a beautiful excuse. And right now we're talking about toxic stress. Right now, make sure that you're taking care of yourself, making making sure that you're talking to your people, your family, your, your team team members, 
because if right now it, that's the balancing act between you know having a problem a challenge making sure that there's an issue trying to solve it and moving on or just try to linger with it and and and, and that's your choice that's really your choice and yeah. even you know there's not a lot of things that we already talked that we we don't have a lot of technology against uh, you know, the influenza, but if you're taking care of yourself, that actually closes a lot of doors to be very, very safe. Love it, man. So there's, there's uh, another question. I think it's the last question. It says, since hand sanitizer is sold out or super expensive, what alternatives are there to give to our customers or uh, to the teams for them to be able to clean their hands? I, I have heard about uh, creating your own um, and and I do not know the specific recipe, but probably you know in in, in, in you know uh, it needs to be with alcohol like that it's more than sixty percent, um, and uh, some type of uh, lubricant, uh, maybe like aloe vera gel or something. That's yeah. what I've heard as well. And then there's a lot of combinations regarding that, um, and and there's something called uh, that it's very important that you have already in your in your in your uh, probably in your store is water and soap, and you know if if you don't need to be spending billions of dollars in jail. Water and soap is the best recommendation. It's actually the best one. Yeah. And, you know, that that's something that you can have that. And sometimes, you know, I have seen a lot of people actually just bringing um, the, uh, the the one that you, it's, it's not the real one, but you just put it in the middle of your store and there could be probably regulation regarding the state and whatever, but ma making sure- well, like, a, like a hand washing station. Exactly. That's, gotcha. thank you. That's yes. the one. <laughs> then, then, then you have that that option there, and everybody can use it, and you don't need to be worrying about other stuff. Love it. And so, I think like for the people who are watching this, um, be lenient with your staff and your team for them to go wash their hands after every customer. Um, the customers might stay in the line a little bit longer because of it. Um, the process might be a little bit longer, but that's okay because they're staying clean. They're washing no, their hands. And you know what's funny is people say, "Oh, don't touch your face." I counted it today. The amount of times that you touch your face, your eye, your nose, you know, do this. It's, it's insanity. So just be lenient and be okay with your team, knowing that it's going to take them to get used to it, um, for them to be able to go wash their hands after every customer, every two customers, whatever that is. So. And cool. now, by the way, this is actually an interesting uh, fact. A lot of us think that when you give sick days uh, to employees or team members, uh, they will take them when, you know, like, Oh, vacation. Uh, I'm taking my 14 days. Like most of the people uh, in big companies, small companies, when they have sick days, they don't use them. Then, you know, having that option can save uh, a life. You know, that's the end point. But it can save a lot of time and money for your company too. Then think about the stuff that you can do um, in your company that look, could look like an investment at the beginning or a headache. And at the end of the day, it could be a very a blessing for you and your team. Then, um, and everything is uh, regarding public health. At the beginning, it, you don't see the, the the return of investment, but at the end, you're like, oh, it was worth it. He had influenza. If he was staying here, I would be sick. And then, then have that conversations. And you know, Gal, uh, one of the things is that everybody will have a different different story with this one. And uh, yeah. the most important part is I love that you're having this forum to to. And, and, and I, I challenge absolutely everybody to actually write in your post in, in, in your in your blog that what actually knowledge they have because right now nobody has done this. Nobody. This, uh, this is all recommendation from public health department that you know from 
from the San Diego Public Health Department, from the from the LA County uh, Department of Public Health, then yeah. whatever you have, a lot of the times we, because we are on the front line, you as, 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 as owners, um, me as a physician on, on the front line, we all have like a lot of stuff to bring to the table and make sure that your, your voice are heard. Awesome, love it, man. And, and I thank you for your time. And there's there's one more question that just came in that I'm gonna let you go because I know that your kid's school was canceled. So they're at home and uh, you gotta go hang out with them. But somebody's asking, um, I heard the virus can live on surfaces for up to three days. Should we be concerned about customers' items coming in like jewelry and gold? Do we need to sanitize those items and then put them on our shelves? I was strong, you know, like, the first answer is that we do not know how long does it live. We have numbers that range from six to 18 hours, six hours to 18 hours, depending on the temperature and other stuff. Uh, but we, there's no straight recommendation on how many hours they will live. But for example, if a package comes from China, we're safe. Yeah. The, the virus is dead. Yeah. Um, and the same thing from Italy and the same thing from South Korea. Uh, in another hand, uh, I do not know what's the customary thing to do uh, for you, but for us, you know, cleaning is part of the, the, the normal things. We assume that I mean anything that comes to the clinic or anything that goes out of the clinic will be, you know, like covered with weird stuff. Then I, I would strongly recommend as a good best practice forever and ever is that not just with the coronavirus, but you know, like with influenza, you know, with other types of bacteria, it, it's always worth if, if you're not damaging the piece to actually do it. Love it. Awesome. Dr. Shapiro, Ilan, my friend, I'm, I hope this thing uh, goes by fast so we can do another Spartan race together. It's to give, give love to your wife and your kids to me. And thank you so much for doing this, man. Thank you.